Hey friends, I want to thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. We're preparing ourselves for a spiritual adventure journeying through Deuteronomy chapter 2, verses 1 through 15. We're called into the wilderness alongside the Israelites, the very people of God. Moses, with wisdom and earnestness, is remembering and teaching past lessons to empower the next generation. Join me as we uncover layer by layer the faithfulness of God. First and foremost, we see God's guidance and direction in verses 1 through 3. Let's read it together. Today I'm reading out of the New King James Version. The Bible says, Then we turned and journeyed into the wilderness of the way of the Red Sea, as the Lord spoke to me, and we skirted Mount Seir for many days. And the Lord spoke to me, saying, You have skirted this mountain long enough. Turn northward. Now, because we know the story, this next statement's going to be obvious. Israel's history is full of imperfections. A whole generation fell, not making it to the promised land. What a tragedy, right? But here's the good news. How many of you have heard this saying before? But God. In his infinite grace, he didn't leave them. He didn't forsake them. He remained their guide, leading the second generation towards their destiny. God had a plan, and this is where we find ourselves in these verses. Now, moving to verses 4 through 6, we witness God's protective warnings. Let's read these verses together. And command the people, saying, You are about to pass through the territory of your brethren the descendants of Esau, who live in Seir, and they will be afraid of you. Therefore, watch yourselves carefully. Do not meddle with them, for I will not give you any of their land, no, not so much as one footstep, because I have given Mount Seir to Esau as a possession. You shall buy food from them with money that you may eat, but you shall also buy water from them with money that you may drink. We serve a God of details, don't we? He provided specific wisdom, directing Israel to be very careful around the Edomites. He's not just a God of battles, but also of peace, teaching his people the virtues of integrity and respect. Pay for what you consume, he tells them. Now, as we read through the verses 7 through 9, we're encouraged by stories of God's provision in the desert. The Bible says, For the Lord your God has blessed you in all the work of your hand. He knows you're trudging through this great wilderness. These forty years the Lord your God has been with you. You have lacked nothing. And when we pass beyond our brethren, the descendants of Esau, who dwell in Seir, away from the road of the plain, away from Elah, And from Ezion Gerber, we turned and passed by way of the wilderness of Moab. Then the Lord said to me, Do not harass Moab, nor contend with them in battle. For I will not give you any of their land as a possession, because I have given Ard to the descendants of Lot as a possession. 
I don't know about you, but what a mighty God we serve. Here's, here's the thing with this. In a barren wasteland where hope might seem scarce, he makes sure his children lack nothing. Isn't that true today? His love and his care are as infinite as every grain of sand in the desert. We also see something amazing here. God's commitment to upholding ancestral promises. He instructs Israel. He he shows them the borders of land promised to their forefathers. This isn't just a geography lesson, folks. It's a testament of faithfulness woven over generations, richly displaying the promises of God, even to those who are outside of Israel. Now, this is something that we'll preach right there. I'm, I'm super tempted to do that. Verses 10 through 12 shows us that the testimonies of someone else's victories can encourage us for the battles ahead. Let's read it. It says, The Emim who dwelt there in times past, a people as great and numerous and tall as the Anakim, they were also regarded as giants like the Anakim, but the Moabites called them Emim. The Horites formerly dwelt in Seir, but the descendants of Esau dispossessed them and destroyed them from before them and dwelt in their place just as Israel did to the land of their possession, which the Lord gave them. Friends of God could lead the Edomites and the Moabites to victory over these nasty, ugly giants. How much more can he give us the victory over every single one of our problems? This is the power of testimony right here. And lastly, verses 13 through 15 These verses show us the sobering nature of God's justice and judgment. Let's read it. The Bible says, Now rise and cross over the valley of the Zered. So we crossed over the valley of the Zered. And the time we took to come from Kadesh Barnea until we crossed over the valley of the Zered was 38 years, until all the generation of the men of war was consumed from the midst of the camp, just as the Lord had sworn to them. For indeed the hand of the Lord was against them to destroy destroy them from the midst of the camp until they were consumed. This is a strong reminder of the fate of the first generation. Their rebellion led to their downfall. God's justice and judgment is righteous and real. So what do we make of all this? What's the the lesson of these verses? It's the unwavering faithfulness of our God. Through every twist and turn of Israel's journey, God's faithfulness remained their north star. His promises aren't just words, but divine assurances. The pages of Scripture from Genesis to Revelation consistently speak of this truth. God's promises or yes and amen. So today I hope you take courage in knowing that even when the world shifts and our faith wavers, there is a constancy in God's character. He remains faithful. 
Let that truth wash over you, providing hope and assurance. God's faithfulness isn't just a trait, it's His very nature. Thank you for joining me today. Until next time.